Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Isig and Baccioni are back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City producing the broadcast. McCarthy sounding great as always. I'll have another update here in about 27 minutes. Last Saturday night, I delivered an opening huge opinion, interacted with the audience. Medical professionals called in. We went back and forth, and I said that I sensed this coronavirus connected to the world of sports would get bigger in America. And since... We got together a week ago, Chicago State University canceled basketball games, final two of the season. They didn't want to travel out west. Johns Hopkins University didn't allow spectators in for their D3 basketball tournament on Friday. Yet the school wasn't closed. Yet mass transit hasn't been shut down in the big cities Places like New York that have declared a state of emergency. Chicago, L.A., I mean, do the math on the number of people in those three cities alone. There are states where I'm at in Michigan that haven't had any coronavirus cases. Now, in California, San Francisco and their mayor, London Breed, they have recommended canceling or postponing large gatherings, such as concerts, sporting events, conventions, or large Community events echoing similar guidelines from public health departments throughout the Bay Area warning against large crowds, especially for people with conditions such as weakened immune systems who may be at greater risk. Not all large events have been canceled. The Bay Area's, and I'm reading from the San Jose Mercury News, The Bay Area's professional soccer, hockey, and basketball teams are all going forward this weekend. Warrior superstar Steph Curry won't be playing today because of an illness, although it's just the flu, not coronavirus, the team announced. They have to announce that. In the Bay Area, some companies are asking their employees to work from home. Now, in the Bay Area in California, they've had cases. They're trying to get out in front of it. 
Stanford University announced on Friday that it would cancel in-person classes for the last two weeks of the winter quarter, instead moving instruction online to programs such as Canvas and making all finals take-home test. The university also has encouraged any event with 150 or more attendees to cancel or postpone until April 15th. University announced on Friday that a Stanford School of Medicine faculty member had tested positive for the coronavirus. So you have a lot of action there in the Bay Area. You had a high school basketball game between De La Salle, Concord De La Salle, and Reardon postponed. I mean, I love the headline in the San Jose Mercury News. Steph Curry out with the flu, not coronavirus. So as I said an hour ago, why aren't we shutting down air travel? Why aren't we shutting down mass transit schools? Why is it just centered on mass gatherings when it comes to sports? What about those political rallies going on for the presidential candidates? Any announcement on canceling them as both sides of the aisle go back and forth on what is needed and what is good for America? No. A lot of music festivals. You're starting to see the conventions and the gatherings just cancel and you really can't Do them, when you plan them for a year, you can't do them the next week. But the NBA, prepared to play with no fans. LeBron says, I ain't playing. Why not cancel the games? I'm sorry, Mr. Commissioner. If you don't want fans in there, then suck it up, take your financial loss, and don't play the games. To the NCAA in March Madness. If you want to take away the fans, then don't play the games and give CBS a refund for the billion plus because the tournament didn't go on as planned. I am all for caution. I am all for protecting lives. But man, when I'm when I'm looking at the stories, when Steph Curry's out with the flu. And the flu, oh, oh, oh. just the flu, which could kill 61,000 people in America this year. Oh, okay, that's good. Uh, But he does have the coronavirus. I'm not going to go down the fake news path. This is a real issue. Hoax, uh, those words can be used. But man, there's a laundry list of what needs to be done, canceled, limited, before you get just to sports. There really is about interaction. Mass transit in these big population centers, air travel. They're not decontaminating the planes when... A plane, a regional jet's landing in Chicago and it's got to take people up to Green Bay? 
but we're going to just go after sports because it creates more clicks, hits, and headlines. And if the Olympics are canceled, I believe every single sporting event will be canceled. Because if why, why aren't the Olympics talking about doing it without the fans? Well, Italy's going to, for a month, none of their sports can have fans. They're professional leagues. Because they also, it's about money, right? It's about, you know, NCAA wants a CBS check for 2020 March Madness. NBA wants the TV deal check. That's why they're going to play games with no spectators. If it's about this ultra concern for safety, wouldn't you, as I said an hour ago, wouldn't you put your players and coaches and your staff first? Nothing. Again, I'm not going to prioritize. Well, all right. The, hopefully they don't get the virus, but they do. That's not my point. I'm just smelling a lot of hypocrisy. The Johns Hopkins University wouldn't shut down their school, but they would keep spectators away. Oh, red lettering uh, on the sign on the door, NCAA Division Three tournament, no spectators. So I want your feedback. You can join in 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At... Saturday Huge on Twitter. Drew in Tulsa. Uh, thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks, Huge. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I just wanted to make a couple of quick comments, and, and first off, say uh, I don't want to make light of anything that's going on right now. Uh, I know it's a huge deal, and more so for families who might have somebody involved, but I mean, this is really simple. It breaks down to one thing. Fear cells. And the news networks are going to take advantage as much as they can to bring eyeballs to their stories, to sell papers, whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, they're taking a virus that statistically is is less transferable and less deadly than that flu that we contend with every year and turning it into uh, the next Ebola, which four years ago they had us convinced was going to be crawling across our front lawns for a month with two cases in the whole U.S. It's just, uh, I mean, it was said best. I mean, Hitler's right-hand man said, you know, if you give the people something to fear, they'll hand you back control. And that's exactly what's going on right now. We're allowing our own fears to control uh, our lives and the decisions that we're making with our lives every day. And uh, it's, uh, it's just tough to watch. And you've been spot on about everything you've said so far. I've really enjoyed listening tonight. Um, I also want to say attendance at these sporting events is not a mandatory thing. This is a personal choice. And if you're not aware of the risk by now, you've been living under a rock for the last month. So I don't understand why these sporting teams or uh, venues don't put out a press release hang signs on every door at the venue, you know, uh, enter at your own risk. Uh, the venue sponsors and teams participating are not responsible for your choice to expose yourselves to other fans, whatever it might be. Um, but you're choosing to go watch this sporting event. Nobody's holding you at gunpoint and forcing you through the door at an NBA game. Uh, and if they're truly afraid of the backlash I don't understand 
the individual's perspective that would sue over showing up voluntarily at an NBA game, knowing that they're surrounded by 40,000 other people that could be carrying anything other than the coronavirus, if not just that. So um, I'll take your comments off air. I really appreciate you talking about this tonight and just wanted to, to get my voice out there. So, Well, Drew, thanks for listening in beautiful Tulsa, Oklahoma. I enjoyed my three years there from like 1993 through 1995 at OKQLL. And what is it? And that's, you know, part of the discussion that started last week. And now you're seeing the cancellations and the memos and the talk of uh, condensing March Madness, the possibility of March Madness venues, teams canceling games, no fans in the stands for a D3 event at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore. LeBron James saying, I ain't playing. And I say, if it is bad enough for the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, whoever it is, to say fans shouldn't be in their stadiums, then they should not play those games at all. They should protect everybody. They shouldn't play those games at all. You agree or disagree with that? You can join in. Throughout the broadcast at 1-866-838-HUGE. I did have Sean from Annapolis in Maryland, close to Baltimore. He tweets, at Saturday, HUGE, Johns Hopkins is relatively cloistered. They have cafeterias, sports facilities, libraries, etc. So introducing thousands of unique people to that environment could cause a greater risk. Well, I don't think a D3, you know, regional or first and second round games is going to introduce thousands uh, in Annapolis. That's just my thought. But I appreciate your opinion, Sean, in Annapolis, Maryland. I've been there, watched Central Michigan play at Navy, took the tour the morning of that game. Uh, It was one of the great days of my life. Had my now 19-year-old son, Tyler, with me. And we took that tour and witnessed what the midshipmen go through every day and how the football game was presented. Amazing portrait of the American spirit. Uh, Brian, who's listening in Weller Park, Ontario, he tweets at Saturday, huge FYI, a huge women's hockey tournament scheduled for Truro and Halifax was canceled because of the coronavirus, yeah, we talked about the women's worlds. Uh, that was shut down. I mentioned that earlier. Uh, ben, who's listening in Clemson, South Carolina, many universities are actually considering plans to require students to attend classes online instead of on campus. This is probably muffled in the news because a lot of schools are close to taking spring break. James comments at Saturday Huge, if King James refuses to play based on the crowd size, then they should dock his pay and or discipline him. So I'll take your feedback 
LeBron says he ain't playing if the coronavirus threat forces the NBA to not allow spectators in. Do you think they should even play the games? I think if your medical panel, your insiders, medically speaking professionals, not politicians, medical professionals tell you to not allow fans in an arena, then why play the games? Same thing with the medical panel the NCAA has put together for March Madness. If they say don't allow fans in, then don't play the games. Cancel the tournament. How many of you are on that side with King James where I'm not playing if the fans aren't there? Or should they play the games with no fans? You can join in 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is sponsored by GEICO. Whether you own or rent, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at GEICO.com. Easy. We've had conversation tonight about the coronavirus, the outbreak around the world in America, concerns now from College basketball teams like Chicago State canceling games, didn't want to travel out west, also didn't want teams from out west to travel to play the women in Chicago. And Chicago State, D3 basketball tournament, no spectators at Johns Hopkins University this weekend. That began on Friday. NBA telling owners to be prepared to play games without spectators. Pro soccer, other pro sports in Italy for a month will have no spectators. UEFA Champions League and Europa League matches, some of those to be played behind closed doors. LeBron said, I ain't playing if there aren't fans. I say, why play the games? If the coronavirus has the potential to devastate this world, and that's what we're hearing nonstop, then why play any of the games? Why? So you're worried about your money. So what's more important, the health of all your players, all your front office, your coaching staff, your medical trainers, your league officials? I'm with LeBron. Why why play the games? If you're not going to let the fans in, why play them? Anywhere, not just in America, Anywhere in the world. If your concern is public health and safety first, then those players should be protected. Those players who have wives and kids. They should be protected. Well, we're gonna we're gonna you know check them all for fevers before every game. Really? You're you're going to. When you don't know. You don't know how this virus is being transmitted. Now, some will say it's respiratory and you have to sneeze and respiratory drops. I think you're sending a message where you're, you're putting money first. You're putting money cash first. So you can join in one 855 cbs 
That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. The other side of me says, okay, there's no cases in Michigan. I had Baccioni asking me, hey, are people buying masks and water and everything and there's toilet paper shortages or Kleenex shortages in some place? No, they're not doing that here. But you know in America when they show the Bay Area or New York or Chicago or D.C. or the surrounding areas and you you have a story with what is truly the fear factor and what is real. And I think none of us know. And that's why there's conversation and back and forth on this. Let's go to Kiana. In Louisiana, thanks for the wait. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hi. I I wanted to make um, a comment. I love the, your conversations. I love your, um, you know, topics. But um, the I feel like we aren't stopping. We aren't being, being told um, what we need to worry about because of the thing about money, if you pretty much put people on, I mean, tell people that we we have a problem, that we have to stop these things, you're stopping a lot of money. And they're putting money first. And like you said about the planes, when people get on these planes and get off these planes, there there isn't, I'm pretty sure there isn't no sanitizing, there isn't no cleaning to make sure that when those next people come on, they don't get off with, whatever is left there. Um, and I feel like that right there has a lot to do with because they aren't taking it very serious. We have a president who haven't pretty much made it very clear, very in an understanding that we are under something that we have to be more careful. We have to be more sanitary. I, I do CNA work overnight, and me and my coworkers, who we were just having a conversation about last night about these about these type of things, and, you know, it's crazy to think, but, you know, it has to be something that we have to have to wonder. Is it chemical war- warfare? Is it something that was set off to pretty much take out a lot of people, you know, over the world? We are heavily over, overly populated. And that right there is a thing that people know in the back of your mind. You don't talk about it. You, you know, we just kind of ignore it. But we can't ignore that something that could take out a lot of people. I live in Louisiana. We haven't had a case yet, but I feel like it, it is here. It is a problem that we're going to see. Um, I mean, we just had Mardi Gras, but, you know, and it's and it's like all those people came here, people leave, we left, you know, leave this, leave that, and we are really have this in the back of our mind. We are worried, but we have somebody who basically says, oh, well, hospital stocks are going to go up. How can a president basically be worried about stock? Um, And that right there is pretty much like these games and, you know, these people, like, they're worried about their money, you know. Um, They're going to have money that's going to outlive them. (laughs) Well, yeah, and Kiana, I appreciate your huge opinion from Louisiana. Have a great night. And I'm not going to go down the conspiracy path here. But I'll say that if we want to contain this, it goes beyond sports. And playing games with no spectators is a hollow picture 
about putting money before public health. If there is the pandemic epidemic ready to sweep America, if the coronavirus is that, I'm all about precaution. But man, shut down the air travel. Shut it down. Shut down mass transit for a while. I, I get people need it to go to work. I, I, I get all that. But we're only going to shut down people going to watch games. Now, some schools have closed. Bay Area, I read that Bay Area is really moving fast on that. And that's their choice in their area. But I, I don't think sports, you know, this. I know the Olympics is worried about so many foreign countries coming in and do they take it back and do you create a worldwide outbreak from the Tokyo Olympics? And Kiana, to answer your question there in Louisiana, we don't know. Is this a media fear factor machine? Or is this something that could change the world? We don't know. So if you don't know that and you're the NBA or you're UEFA or Europa League matches or anything, NHL, Major League Baseball, NCAA, if you don't know and and you're medical professionals, not sports fans, not columnists, not bloggers, not talk show hosts, if you're Paid medical professionals tell you you need to take fans out of those arenas. Or the CDC, the Center for Disease Control in America, says do not allow the spectators in like they did at Johns Hopkins University this weekend in Baltimore. Then there's no reason to play those games at all. No reason. Nobody then should be in that arena. Nobody. You agree or disagree with LeBron and my stance that if the spectators aren't allowed in, why play the games? I'll take your feedback on coronavirus in our world of sports. 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's get to another update. Busy Saturday in the world of sports. Standing by live, Pete McCarthy. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. Baccioni and Isik are producing the show, doing a great job, man. It is just flying by. We're almost two hours in. Now, our huge topic has been about coronavirus and its effect on the world of sports in America, worldwide, and what could be coming. And the NBA had a memo circulated that got out that told teams to be prepared to play with no spectators, no fans. LeBron James said, I ain't playing if fans aren't allowed in. I think if they get to that point where you're going to ban fans, why play the games? I get they're playing the games for TV money. And the networks are putting pressure on them to play the games. But why play them at all? You agree or disagree with LeBron and also my stance? You can join in when 855 212 cbs That's 
212-422-4227, at Saturday Huge on Twitter, and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. TV reminder, tomorrow starting at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, four teams' chances of an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament are on the line. Don't miss the Patriot League semifinals only on the CBS Sports Television Network. That's tomorrow starting at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific now. Spring forward on your clocks at 2 a.m. local time, wherever you are. It will bump up to 3. So we lose an hour of sleep. Baccioni, do you guys, well, you're, you're done at midnight Eastern, right? Yeah, correct. So the guys work at midnight until 6 Eastern. Because the clock springs forward, do they lose an hour of pay or do they get paid? I, they get paid for it. Yeah, because I think it evens out when you have fall back, they have to stick around for an extra hour, yeah, right? So, yeah, so, you know, in... You know, a couple months ago, it was you get here for an extra hour. You don't get that extra hour of pay. But, yeah, like you said, it makes up for it this, right now. Well, good for the people at CBS Sports Radio. They're fantastic uh, to work with. Let's get out to the audience. Nick in California. Thanks for listening, and you're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Okay, thanks for uh, taking my call. Um, I like your show. I'm pretty much in agreement with everything you say, but I've got a little bit of a, a disagreement on your take about LeBron James, and I have another point. Uh, regarding LeBron James, you know, you were saying that they're doing this because it's all about, about money, TV and whatnot. Um, I, I, might, I, I might agree with that, but I don't think that's what LeBron James is concerned about. He just likes the fans, the adoration, the the, the, the whole aura of, of being in a – crowded arena. I don't think with LeBron it's, it's about money. So that's my first disagreement. And the other is not really a disagreement. So uh, you, you said, could this be a, a, a media scare campaign or is it for real? I'd like to hear a little more comments about that. That's all. Because I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's about it. Uh, well, we know it's listening. real. Okay, it's real because people have died. And thanks for the call. From California, I, I, and I make sure I reset it with people because it's easy to hear something and say, whoa, 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 what'd he say? It's real, okay? I understand that. But my question is that school districts, like in Michigan this year, some schools did not have school for a full week because of the flu. Full week because of the flu. We talked about this last week, that more people... Many more die from the flu worldwide. But you haven't canceled sporting events. It's the unknown here. And the media pounces on it. I'm not doing anything for a fear factor. I actually enjoy the conversation. I get we have some conference championship games and start of Major League Baseball is getting closer. March Madness just around the corner. Selection Sunday in less than eight days. But I enjoy the conversation about coronavirus connected to the world of sports. Because I think we all get educated to a point. An open conversation and saying what we feel is good. It's your opinion. Oh, and you all have a right to your opinion. Anybody listening across the U.S. and Canada. Anybody in the world. 
has a right to their opinion on this. I just have pointed out some things during the course of this first hour and 47 minutes together that Johns Hopkins University, if you're going to not allow spectators in for basketball, then why have your classes at your university that weekend? Those teams came in. Wouldn't you be concerned? Why don't you cancel everything for a week? I've brought up with these pro leagues wanting to play their games with no spectators. You're not concerned about the health of your support personnel. That arena will need some employees even without spectators. Security, you know, people won't be able to come in. Why play the games? If if based on the vibe I'm getting, especially this week, about postponements, condensing venues, possibly no spectators, NBA, no spectators, Johns Hopkins, Chicago State, canceling games. If we are getting to that point, then why play the games at all? If medical professionals tell you this pandemic could become an epidemic, why play any games? And that's what I'm asking you the sports audience, when it comes to sports. I'm not asking whether your local school district should close or whether airlines should fly into areas with major outbreak numbers. Mass transit, trains, there's so much there. Businesses, you know, a, a skyscraper with 80 stories in a major metropolitan area. I just feel that sports, because it creates clicks and hits, and I get that, and conversation, I just feel sports has been singled out, and I'm not a medical professional. It was like once the outbreak hit, you can't fly. Nobody from China comes into the U.S. That's it. Nobody. Nobody until we figure this out. Nobody. You're banned. Oh, we do, we do too much business in China. Okay, again, what does that go back to? Money. NBA playing games without spectators. Money. NCAA playing games without spectators. Money. If it gets to the NHL, if it gets to the AHL, they're minor league AAA of hockey. If it gets to the PGA or LPGA Tour in America or Canada, and they're going to play the events without spectators, then it's because of money for the TV deals. And I think that's a huge red flag of hypocrisy. I do. What about the cameramen? What about protecting everybody? Because we don't know, you don't know. At the NBA headquarters, NHL headquarters, MLB headquarters, NCAA headquarters, they don't know. So if you want to join in with your huge opinions, one 855 cbs That's 1-855-212-4227. Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. A lot of comments rolling in on this topic. Cole is listening in Cleveland, Ohio on 92.3 FM. 
He tweets, my company pays for 12 hours and works 11. Then the other way around, when we fall back, work 13, pay for 12. That's what we were just saying about the spring forward coming up here in a couple of hours. Rick tweets, to expand on your points about sporting events with no spectators designed to appease rich sponsors, what would happen if at a major sporting event without any spectators, one or more of the professional athletes participating in the event contracted the coronavirus? That's where you're going to get into the NBA Players Association. You're going to get into the Major League Baseball Players Association. If the coronavirus pandemic becomes an epidemic and you want to play your games without spectators, I think you're going to get a big fight from the players' unions in all sports. Bill Shirley comments, what an awesome opening. Thanks, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate you listening. I'm just giving you my opinion. And I'm not looking for blowing this up. My take on this right now is I'm concerned as a father. But I'm not going to change my life nor should I have to change anything I do because of the coronavirus at this hour as I talk to you. No way. This comes from still King James, you will play in an empty arena. Number one, it would help the morale of the American people if and when the coronavirus comes to this. He's paid big bucks to play the game of basketball in front of a crowd or an empty arena. With the game being televised, who made him the boss? Uh, Micah Hughes tweets from Alabama. I agree with LeBron. The fans are what give him the atmosphere built around the games. If the NBA really cared about people getting the disease, they would cancel the games. I agree, Michael. Thanks for the tweet at Saturday Huge from Alabama. You want to join us live? 1 855 212 4CBS. That's 1 855 212 4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.